you will lose. You will lose a lot of money. And the biggest, the people who have the most losing tickets in the world are winning betters. Golden Pants 13 here. The most successful people in the world are the ones who best understand risk. The Risk Takers podcast is an attempt to document the lessons I've learned as a professional sports better, poker player, trader, overall risky person. My goal is to help listeners become smarter at gambling and smarter with risk in general. So you can apply these lessons, make a lot of money, and then come back and teach me a thing or two. I don't run ads, so I'd appreciate it if you like, subscribe, and share this with someone who might be interested. Last thing, I want you to please join the Golden Pants 13 Discord server link in the show notes. It's a free sports betting and DFS Discord server that blows any paid Discord server out of the water. You can safely unsubscribe from all your paid servers, join ours, and have access to higher quality picks, a more engaged community, and a ton of cool events. I hope to see you in there and let's get on with the show. Today is a fun a fun topic. I'm going to talk about how to get good at losing money. So in an earlier episode, I was like, how could you lose money as fast as possible? And then we reverse engineered what uh, winning habits would be. This is actually more of how to handle losing money, how to accept it as part of the process of being a winning gambler and how to move forward through times when you're losing a lot of money. So first I want to give you an example as that's going to show why it's important to be good, like quote unquote, good at losing money, to be a good loser, right? So the winning gamblers in the world have probably all lost more money than the big losing players. You know, the people who you hear about going broke gambling. And this is why. A winning player who has a 5% edge, right? They're going to stay in the game a long time. They're going to be turning their bankroll over. And if they're smart with their bankroll, they'll never go broke. So they might bet, um, they might bet a million dollars, right? And they'll win, you know, uh, you know, they'll win like a million from it and lose like 950,000 in bets, make 50,000 total. And that's great. They're up. That's awesome. They just still lost $950,000, right? And that's, you know, if they have, if they're only betting to make 50 grand a year, right? So a lot of professional bettors are, are making more than that. So multiply that by, you know, 10. And now you have someone who's losing almost $10 million a year, losing like $10 million in losing tickets even though they're winning better. The same can't really be said for, for a losing better. Let's say you're a losing better with negative 5% edge. You're basically flipping that equation, right? You're winning 950,000, you're losing 100, or you're winning $950,000 worth of winning tickets. You have a million dollars worth of losing tickets. You lose 50,000. Losing 50,000 sports betting is like a lot. That's not normal, right? Um, now, we, you know, to, to a winning better, that's actually normal. But to someone who isn't doing this to make money, it, you know, people who lose 50 grand, 100 grand betting, 
they're deemed to have problems with betting and probably right, rightfully so, right? So imagine if you extrapolate that over to get to 10 million in losses. Now we're talking about $500,000 net losses in the same example as we gave with the winning better. There's not many people who lose 500,000 net gambling. They're usually, you know, stopped some way or another before then. So the winning betters are just going to experience more losses over their career. Now, it's an inevitability, right? And I think when that loss happens, it always stings. It, it still doesn't hurt. It still doesn't not hurt to lose money betting. I've been doing this for uh, 14 years at you know relatively high stakes. I still, you know, we lost a, today. I'm recording this on a Monday. You know, we lost some some bet yesterday for like not not a huge percentage of our bankroll. And honestly, it kind of fucking pissed me off a little when I saw how we lost it. But, you know, it wasn't honestly that big of a deal. And I know that it's part of the deal. You know, it's part of gambling is losing. Part of being a winning gambler is working through the losses. And I want to give you the frameworks that I use to, I would say, be a good loser, or at least be a good enough loser that doesn't get in the way of me making money. So the first thing I do is I set myself up to not be affected by the amounts. And that's through like very nitty, very conservative bankroll management. Um, if you're familiar with the Kelly, with Kelly bet sizing, you're always going to see people being like, never bet full Kelly. Of course, never bet full Kelly. I don't even think we're betting quarter Kelly, like quarter Kelly. I think I'd probably puke. It would just be, it would just feel irresponsible. Um, I would guess that we probably bet. And this this spans a wide range of bets. There are bets we have where we physically couldn't get more than like 0.01 Kelly or something. It's just like like on prize picks, you just can't bet that much, right? Or like 0.05 or I don't, I don't know what it is, but you can't bet a lot on prize picks. So there you're basically betting the equivalent of nothing up to where we have bigger bets and they might be like 0.1 Kelly. And I like sweat those, right? If they were 0.25 Kelly at the you know size we're betting now, I really think like it would affect me. And it would stop me from being able to be as objective as I want to have a life outside of gambling where I can kind of unplug, spend time with my wife, um, have some, you know, a couple hobbies here or there, and actually enjoy that if I felt the emotional swings of bigger bet sizings. I wouldn't be able to lead a normal life. And that would ultimately lead me to not be able to handle the losses because it would compound. It would be like, I lost. I need to escape. I'm still pissed. I lost. I don't can't focus on my personal life. That goes to shit. I lose more. It's just like you can be conservative with your bankroll for more reasons than just like the math of it. There's 100% an emotional consideration to deciding your bet sizing unit, 100%. And if someone tells you otherwise, 
either they're some like fully realized nirvana level human being or they don't actually do this for a living or haven't done it for a living for very long because i can tell you when you do it for a living you get even more stressed right like it's easier to to bet half kelly when you have a job and this is kind of like a side project which is fine actually i say be more aggressive when you have a main source of income and then your bankroll you're building on the side I, that's fine but if you're doing this professionally and you're half kellying you know when you need to be socking money away for rainy days and just like stabilizing your overall life and mood then you really you really need to just start being honest with yourself about how much money starts to affect you and then bring the bet amount down under that threshold so i do that we do that and it preemptively avoids any really bad mentals around losing money and downswings. It pretty much allows me to have any day. I'll never be hurt enough where it really makes a difference so that the next day I can just go in and do my job without being affected by the previous. No week I could even be like, even over the course of a week, you could never take like a big enough chunk out of our armor to make a huge difference. And that's by design, right? So yes, it's nitty, but it means that we can do this for the long run. And when you're in the more important thing, than you're sizing your ROI on that bet is time. The person who's in the game for 10 years with a lower ROI or a little more conservative sizing is going to out earn any like half Kelly, full Kelly better who's a wizard, but just like can't hang on for more than one or two years because it's just gotten to them. So just remember, keep in mind that time really is the number one thing that we're aiming for in terms of making long, in terms of making like big winning sports betting or gambling, right? Okay. So that's number one. I try and just avoid, I try and set myself up to never feel too stressed because of my bankroll sizing. Number two is I find it's good to start doing, start digging into your process. And I don't mean this because if you're losing, you're inherently doing something bad. It could just be variance. And a lot of times it is just variance. But sometimes feeling like you have a little bit of control will help your mentality. And look, you're going to have to review your process at some point, at some intervals anyway. And as much as people are like, review when you're doing well, you know, not just when you're doing bad. I agree. And we do that to an extent. But the reality of the situation is humans are not going to like, really look inward when things are going really, really well. We won't. Like that's just like that's very hard to do. You have to to be a special type of uh special type of person to to do that. And we can strive for that. But hey, why not look into stuff when it's going poorly? You gotta do it anyway. And when you do that, you feel like you're kind of taking control back a little bit. You make some tweaks, natural reset, you say, oh, I'm gonna tweak this or that. Or I was kind of you know, I was being a little lazy because I didn't want to add that one thing into the model. Add it into the model. You know, it probably doesn't make a huge difference. 
but it gives you a little mental reset. It, you know, gets you feeling like you're in control, gives you a little more energy towards the process of bedding, and then you move on from there. So I think that while it doesn't necessarily mean your your structure's poor or your um your process is poor when you're losing, because obviously there's variance in gambling. It doesn't mean your your process is good when you're winning. There are side benefits to working on your process when you're losing. And that's, you know, getting that feel of feeling of control and that reset button that comes with, you know, going behind the scenes and tweaking a couple couple things and getting more excited about about betting and, you know, the, you know, whatever your process is, you kind of dig, you know, take it apart. Uh, and it really can give you a boost, can give you a reset. And then the other thing I would say is don't take a break. And I hesitate saying this because I think that it's the op- it's certainly the opposite advice I would give for a losing gambler and someone who has a gambling problem. I would say take a break and probably just stop gambling. But if you're a winner or that's your goal, or I mean, especially if you're a professional, especially, is that you can't afford to have your natural reaction to losing money be, I need to take a break, clear my head. Because at the time, it feels productive. It feels like you're doing the sensible thing. Oh, I'm just going to slow down, take a break. Again, very good advice if you're a losing gambler, have a gambling problem. Okay, please take a break. If you are, you know, a winning player or a professional who's looking to derive some source of income from this, you cannot afford to be taking breaks when you lose because you're going to lose a lot. And your natural reaction can't be to just shut it down for a couple of days because think of all the hourly you're losing for those days you shut it down. The best the best gamblers, the the pros that have been there for a long time, think about like a Doyle Brunson. They just come in every day to the office, grind it out, and then they go home. And they come back in and they grind it out, losing, winning. You know, they're understanding that the only thing that they can control is putting the hours in and making the right bets. The outcome, it's going to fluctuate, right? But if you start reacting to negative luck by stopping putting the hours in, then you're giving away part of your earn. And if your excuse is, well, I was going to play poorly, well, that's something that we should look into. It's highly likely that you're overbetting if when you lose, you start to play poorly. There's there's something there. So dig a little deeper into that. Don't Don't stop at... You know, oh well, I was I was tilting. I needed to stop for a couple of days. Certainly, there are times I have taken long breaks from poker, not so much from sports betting. Actually, that's not true. I have also taken long break, like a longer break from sports betting. But I will tell you that the people I really look up to and the people who make really really solid money and have good lives provided to them from gambling are the people who go in and grind it out each day and just wait for the long run, you know, and it's hard. 
It's very, 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 very hard because losing gambling fucking sucks. And it honestly never gets that much better. I hate to warn you, but that's why we have to take, that's why we have to take these precautions, these frameworks, you know, we have to do everything we can to make sure that losing at gambling doesn't affect our earn, doesn't affect the hours that we're, that, you know, that we're putting in. It doesn't affect our game. It doesn't affect our lives, right? Like our, our lives outside of gambling. So you got to set yourself up to make sure that you can be consistent. That's, that's the key. Just when you're thinking about how do I want to run, how do I want to be as a gambler? I would, I would, I would try and be not flashy, but consistent. You're like a, you're like the ocean. You're just slowly eroding, slowly eroding away the casino, right? Each day, a little more imperceptible. Sometimes it may even look like, you know, the casino is chipping back from you. But as time goes on, there's no doubt that you're getting the best of them. And that's the key. That's the mindset you want uh, when you're pursuing gambling as a form of generating some income. So anyway, that's my, uh, those are my thoughts on how to best handle the downswings, you know, losing money. And, and unfortunately, like the most painful part about gambling, the, the losing and the bad luck and, and whatnot. But it, you know what? Start with accepting that that's part of it. You will lose. You will lose a lot of money. And the biggest, the people who have the most losing tickets in the world are winning betters. So you're not going to be the one person that avoids it. We all have to remember losing is a part of it and embrace it the best we can. All right. Um, as I always say, please join the Discord. It's discord.gg slash golden pants. The link is in the show notes and I'm in there all the time. So hop in, tell me a bad beat story or we can, we can talk about uh, you know, losing streaks and whatnot, or we can talk about more fun things. Okay. I will see you later and thanks for listening. <laughs>